live from their respective apartments, it's Quick Step Reactions. Here are the hosts and judges, Megan Shepard Huff and Kitty Clay and Nob. That's not the order. I was going to say, don't I always get introduced? Do you like Megan more than me now? I've taken your place. It's about Is time. it because she got on the Zoom earlier than I did? Six weeks in, we have uh, the correct order has finally been established. Oh. <laughs> I, I don't know why it happened. I think it's because Megan is up in the top corner and I saw her face first. So I was like saying that first, but I'm like, that's absolutely wrong. And because you can't go, Megan Shepard Huff and Katie Clay, I'm not like, no, that just throws up the whole thing. It felt so right. It felt horrible. I two, hated it. Two out of three judges here are voting against that order. So... Let's go to Len do I, Goodman. Yeah, do I get two votes like Glenn or Glenn? <laughs> oh my God. What a mess. Oh it's been a day, everyone. I don't have a day. This is, I'm going to make so many wording mistakes. So everyone just bear with me. <laughs> so sorry, Len. I respect you so much more than that. You deserve better. And I genuinely apologize. So we love a queen who loves Len Goodman. So sorry. All right, Megan. Welcome back to Quick Step Reactions, a just meaningful plastic production. Horror night. Getting close to Halloween. How are we feeling? I feel pretty good. I I don't know if they did a Halloween night last year. Um, and if they did, I have no memory of it. So this <laughs> felt very new to me. Yeah. I didn't know what to expect. I was kind of nervous because I was like, okay, like dances aren't going to be scary, like horror night. It's like, it's a bit much. What's yeah. with all the themes? But I was kind of pleasantly surprised. I thought it was fun. Good. I'm glad. Yeah. In case you're wondering, last year, the Halloween show uh, was themed as Villains Night, in which they just did dances based on iconic pop culture villains. Okay. But that doesn't really fit. That that doesn't really count as Halloween like they have in the past. No, that's well, and typically Halloween night, at least in like the later half of the seasons, has been like group dance night, and there is no group dances tonight, and I kind of miss that. But are the group dances ever good? Uh, okay, I say that as though Team Spooky Bon Bon doesn't exist. <laughs> Wait, they do group dances like with the stars? Yeah, so yes. it would be like four different, like four or five different couples are in this team. And then these two teams like both do a team group dance. But I understand if they're not doing group dances during these seasons of like way too many couples. COVID. Where they have to just get through yeah. single dances and a lot of them. Did we have any group numbers last year? I, it does not appear so. I doubt okay. so. Okay. But again, both, well, and seasons 29 and 30 were both running with 15 couples. So that means there's more dances you have to do in a night. Yeah. So then you don't have time for the group dances, the packages and all okay. that. So, um, Like even now we're in week six and we still have 10 couples. And that is bonkers how many weeks are there i think 10 but i could be uh it's last year there were 11 i'm going to assume they are running in the same system but i don't cheapers we're on like the tail end of the season and we now have (laughs) nine couples that feels there's gotta be i bet you there is at least one more double elimination that's what i was just thinking i feel like we have so many people to get through so like to eliminate uh this happened during disney night um carrie ann made a social media post and it appeared to le- leak the rest of the themes of the season um, and it also in that I same see. post shared how many couples were at each one um skip like a minute or two 
if you don't want to know these themes, because I'm going to reveal them to you right now and how many couples. So tonight, horror night, there were 10 couples uh, at the start. Next Mm -hmm. week, there will be nine couples for queen night. Yep. Um, There appear, you can't see on the sheet, it cuts off, but it's uh, one new dance plus something. So it's unclear, okay. but it seems like there's going to be something else happening. Um, then the week after, it is going to be eight couples. The sheet says, to be determined, fashion night. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm so sorry. The week <laughs> after that, for the semifinals, will be six couples. So not next week, but the week after, they are going to do in a double elimination to lead into the semifinals. At the semifinals, they are going to eliminate two people <gasps> so that there is a four-person final. So they are I doing hate that. They, are, they are doing two double eliminations right in a row to get to a four-person final. I hate that. That is gonna be such an emotional two weeks. Wow. I yeah. hate that so much. So I would Can just like imagine? to point out, I would just like to point out then. So this is what week six. six? So there are still going to be eight couples at the start of week eight out of 11. And they are going to pare it down to four by the final night. Wow. What are these producers doing? Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. So yeah, there are only 10 weeks in this season. The season finale is on November 22nd. We are in. There are four more shows a roller coaster the rest of this season wow i swear to god if cody rigsby makes it into the final four (laughs) i will burn it all down katie can i ask you a very important question can i ask you a very important question yes do you remember when we got sharna burgess a victory with bobby bones would you would you be okay no with cheryl winning again no not in these circumstances but in the end even if we don't like the circumstances that happened we still got a sharna burgess victory katie is so mad that she has just disappeared from the zoom (laughs) i can't i would not i would not be happy i would not be happy at all I, I mean, I would be happy because as we know from the start, the LGBTQ community stands with Cody Rigsby against any and all slander. And the LGBTQ community also stands behind Cheryl Motherfork and Burke, who Chris, apparently just like Katie watch Clay, an episode. Apparently, just watch one of his dances and then bring the same fire. Apparently, to me. Katie does not like Cheryl Burke. That's what I'm hearing. You are so lucky that my Wi-Fi is being crap right now because if you would have heard the obscenities that came out of my mouth when you said that I do not stand Cheryl Burke. The only thing... Mother Forker! Katie, I will apologize by providing you in this famously audio medium with a preview of my Halloween costume before the end of tonight's episode. Have I told you that Megan and I? <laughs> I'm on the edge of my seat. Megan, Megan, what is she gonna? What is she going to tell us? I don't even. I want to not watching. It. Oh, you She's cut back. out a lot, and I couldn't even finish because I didn't know where you were going. So, Megan and I had debated watching Cats after we oh, had yeah. gone to the gym, mm-hmm. but. We did not end up doing it because I played her a very small portion of it and the look of horror on her. On my face. (laughs) Megan, did you you go to the gym or did you, like, did you not go to the gym or did you not watch Cats? We did not watch Cats. We did not watch Cats. But you did go to the gym. Yeah. We did go to the gym. Okay, a really good workout. Yeah. 
intense and workout. Was I was it? so close and I thought I wanted to watch it, but then when she did play that clip, I was like, I I can't do it. I'm not there. <laughs> I'm not in the right headspace. I need to be in a like very specific mood and I'm not there right now. I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, I, I will say R.I.P. in the most peace to the podcast that gave us that phrase. We were using sports with Katie Nolan. I know, obviously, we are recapping an ABC show, but how dare ESPN? How dare? How um, dare? Uh, before you talk about the first dances, quick question, because it is horror night, which we have definitely been talking about the whole time. Um, are you, Megan and Katie, horror movie fans yeah no (laughs) i've seen a like handful but i have not seen very many i i just have like two i either watch a scary movie and think like this is so ridiculous and stupid or like the complete opposite and i'm like crying in my seat like this is the most terrifying thing i've ever seen (laughs) There's really no in between for me. So I just, I get a lot of anxiety going into them because I'm like, I don't know which way this is going to (laughs) go. I might not be able to shower alone for a week or I'll laugh because this is funny. So it just, it takes me a lot to like get over that hump and commit to watching. (laughs) I I understand what you mean by like the anxiety beforehand, because usually I'm like, will freak myself out before a movie starts. And then usually I'll spend the whole time thinking, wow this should be scarier yeah <laughs> like they're usually like they aren't like terrifying or intense enough um but also i will never watch a gore movie so maybe that would more like yeah the bill of what i think i'm looking for but usually i'm just like oh wow like it chapter one should have been a lot scarier but like it should have been i agree with that but i loved it chapter one so um, you know. Katie, do you have a favorite? I haven't pulled the trigger. I can't get myself to watch it. <laughs> Katie, yeah, that was another a... one that we debated a lot when she was visiting. We kept like being right on the nose of being like, okay, no, 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 we can't do it. We can't do I it. I couldn't for that. Um, Katie, do you have a favorite horror movie, horror franchise, or like some favorites? I feel like just every Halloween, I always try and watch all of the Scream movies. I try and watch the original Halloween. And then, of course, I throw in, even though it's not horror, I have to throw in the first two Halloween towns every October. Here's the thing. I knew all those things about you. So you said Scream, and I was like, duh, that was a dumb question. Yeah. Yeah. We've talked about this. We've gotten into heated discussions over if Halloween Town is a trilogy or not. We've gotten into heated discussions over the fourth movie. I mean, it's not a trilogy. It's it's the first two were bust. Hot takes? Hot takes. Well. Should we discuss the episode? Should we give the people what they came here for? After all that preamble, let's instant react first up we have wwe superstar the miz performing a pasta doble with his partner whitney carson they were inspired by the movie they were inspired by hellraiser hellraiser i wrote all the movies down i felt like that was gonna be a good part of my job tonight so i nailed it okay maybe y'all introduce everyone then because i did not and i'm not the song the wikipedia <laughs> but i i do have the movies down so what did you think of this puzzle i love this dance i absolutely love this dance i thought that this passage possibly was full of attack he had good shaping he needed to get his hips under him we've lost katie again so megan what did you think (laughs) i thought he looked very good i didn't think the song quite worked with the dance there were moments where I was like I 
I'm not liking the song combination here, but I thought he danced it very well. I thought it was very good. I can't say that I loved it, but I really liked it. So Katie, he needed his hips under him, and then what? (laughs) He needed his hips under him, but he still had good shaping. It was full of attack. I loved the contrast of fast and slow. He looked super in control. It had great choreography, and it looked like a proper paso. Yeah. No, I think that you're right, and I agree with you. I think, honestly, the only thing that held me back from being like, I really like this too I loved it was just that for some reason the song wasn't quite working for me I I get that it's like I was missing that and it kept distracting me a little bit because I was like this isn't what I want the song to be doing right now and so (laughs) that was the one thing that held me back because he did do really good so I I was so close Mm -hmm. I couldn't quite get there I just feel like he really did he just like really went for it and I appreciated that yeah they looked was the Miz dressed as Pinhead? They both were. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it was creepy. Them both having the pins all over their heads. And like Derek pointed out, he was like, I was afraid someone was going to like poke an eye out. Yeah. Still like getting close. But I really liked, I really liked in their package too, how they like brought the families together. Like that was yeah. super cute. That was cute. It was cute. Mm-hmm. I just really appreciated that. Me too. Agreed. They ended up with a 34 out of 40 for the night, two nines and two eights. I think it could have scored higher, but because he was the first one out the gate, that detracted from his scores. Yeah, I definitely think there's some later dances that got higher scores that were not better, in my opinion. So maybe that was the issue. Yeah. But next up, we had Kenya Moore and Brandon. They performed an Argentine tango. Um, it was inspired by the movie Arachnophobia. Never heard of it. Never um, heard of a, it. So it's a 90s horror comedy. Uh, obviously about spiders. Yeah. <gasps> what? Oh my god, Chris, we didn't even tell you. So obviously the judges were like dressed up somewhat. Carrie Ann was dressed as a spider for some reason. Her hair had like eight braids like coming off of her head as though they were um, spider legs. Mm-hmm. It was horrific. It was horrific. It was a really interesting choice. I I didn't love it. I hated it. There's that. It was a lot. How did you feel about this Argentine tango, though? Um, I really agreed with what Carrie Ann said, that sometimes she freezes and she waits for Brandon to move in, and then she'll go to her next move, so it's not necessarily her, like, out there dancing. It's almost like she's always waiting I thought that it really picked up steam and it was almost a dance of like halves. So the first half was not my cup of tea. I thought she was really hunched over. I didn't think she was doing that well. But then in the second half, I felt like she was hitting things. I could feel a connection between them. So like, it just didn't work as a whole for me. Yeah, I agree. I just... I, I think there were moments where she was almost there and I kept thinking like, okay, this is when she's going to really attack it. And this is when we're starting, but they were all short-lived for me. I think there were too many times where she just looked like she was kind of like stumbling and she looked wobbly. Um, and I just left it disappointed, but we all know that 
I yep. have not wanted Kenya here for a while. So I'm also a little biased in that way. And I just watching her, I just am tired of watching her dance because I want someone else to, because so <laughs> many other people are performing at such a higher level. And so I just like found myself once again being like, I'm bored, like I'm done with Kenya. Yeah. Everybody is better than her at this point. Like, thanks for being here, Kenya, but your time is over. Like. I just couldn't get into it. Yeah. It was like fine. Okay, she's maybe your mortal enemy and that's fine. You have to love her. I don't think Megan hates Kenya enough for that. No, I know that's true. Because I don't think I hate Kenya. I, I really liked her in the beginning. I just think that she has, in my opinion, overstayed her welcome. So I'm just like, I'm done with Kenya. I don't hate her, but... Well, you've had your first, like, heartbreak, too, because you have had your first celebrity who's gone home way too early. And so, like, it's really easy to then just get fixated on people who are at the bottom of the leaderboard and being like, I can't believe you are still here. It's such a crime. Yeah, because if I had it my way, she would have gone home, like, the first time she was in the bottom, probably. So... R.I.P. Kenya. Not for me. Yep. <laughs> but she ended up with a 32 out of 40. She got all eights. Felt fine. She ended up at the bottom of the leaderboard, and that made me happy. <laughs> After that, we went to Jojo Siwa and her partner Jenna performing a jazz inspired by the movie It. I think that you should start us off, Katie. I am very nervous to talk about this dance. So I felt like conceptually it wasn't really working for me because Jojo was portraying Pennywise the Clown and Jenna was um, Georgie. Uh, No, no. Yeah, you think I'm making that up, but I'm truly not. And here's the thing, it it never felt like Jojo Like, the whole thing with Pennywise is, like, he hypnotizes you, he draws you in, he manipulates you, like, all of these things. And I wasn't getting that from the stands. I felt like this was, which it's a good thing, like, this was a partnership dance, and so that's good. I truly feel like I have never seen people who are so perfectly in sync. That was breathtaking. But just, like, the concept of the dance wasn't working for me okay (laughs) (laughs) i love you 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 you, deciding (laughs) how to follow that up (laughs) i mean i disagree with you on like majority of what you said but (laughs) that's fine Um, I also just feel like you, I don't know, maybe you did this for all of them. We're only on dance three. So like time will tell, but I feel like you were taking like the movie or the book or like the it story a bit too seriously. Cause like, I don't think any of the other dances committed to their storyline that well either. So I'm like, back off Katie. That's kind of how I feel, (laughs) but (laughs) nonetheless, I thought the dance was wonderful. I know it was supposed to be scary, but I literally smiled through the entire thing. And I was like, I love this. You guys are so good. You look amazing. Also, the song was just so good. It just, it was perfect. I loved it. I felt like they did no wrong. So that, I guess that's where I was at. (laughs) I love that for you. I'm so curious to know, like, it's the song Anything Goes, like, in olden days, a glimpse of stock, and it, it, like that, anything goes. It was a different rendition of it that I don't know that I've ever heard it. Like okay, but it was I the don't know, bare bones like, of that spooky. song. Yeah, yeah, it was that song. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I didn't think it was going to work, and then like this ran- rendition of the song, I was like, I like feel like creeped out. Like it, it was such a fun and different version of this song, and I really enjoyed it yeah it really worked for me 
I'm happy that you loved it. I was hoping that I would love it the way that you loved it. And it yeah. just wasn't clicking for me. But I still love her. I am yeah. still a big JoJo stan. It was just oh, a gosh. swing and a miss for me. Maybe I'm too close to it. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. Maybe. I was nervous because I've only seen the original It and I watched it as a child who was not old enough to be watching it and it haunts me to this day. That's the reason I haven't (laughs) watched um, It Chapter One or the second one yet. I can't get myself to do it because I was so terrified by the original one as a small child. So I was like, I'm not going to like this just because like that movie terrifies me, but still loved it yeah i real quick found the song like the version of it i -hmm. suppose considering that it's like a creepy clown sort of thing it's like off-putting enough where i'm like okay i think that would work in concept i really think it did because i was skeptical like your reaction i felt the same way and when it first started i was like this isn't gonna work like anything goes that's not like that's not right and then oh, it just oh worked. No. Okay, well, also YouTube is now recommending JoJo's dance to me, and I just see the screenshot of like this, and I hate yeah. it. I'm like, nope, I'm done. I'm out. Yep. No, it was wonderful. It was perfection. And Judges agreed with me. It was perfection. We saw tens, 40 out of 40, as it should. And then we moved on to Katie's favorite, Cody Rigsby, uh, and Cheryl performing a cha-cha inspired by the movie American Psycho. And they, they're not dancing to hip to be square, which is just, I mean, I get that that's overplayed if you're going to do American Psycho, but also like that's American Psycho. Yeah, some of the song choices just... Bro, didn't bizarre. quite work for me yeah bizarre that said i mean uh i have actually seen i haven't seen her perform but i have seen kim petrus in person because she played lala this year and following lala she came to um my favorite gay bar in chicago uh where a drag performer was dressed as kim petrus <laughs> <laughs> So it was really like cute to see her like meet the queen that was dressed as her and it was funny. Anyway, moving on. That's funny. I'm going to my Spotify because I'm like pretty sure that she sings. Yes. Okay. One I the song, one of my favorite songs. Well, depending on the time. For a while it was my favorite, but and which and song is it? Of the right person, Heart to Break. It just it... Yes, that is Kim Petras. I know that song. I know that song. I love it. I I am bad with names. So I was like, I'm thinking of the right person, right? I probably know it from you. I probably know it from listening to it in your car. Honestly, probably. Big fan. Anyway, what did you think of Cody's cha-cha? You loved it. It was chaotic i couldn't tell if his timing was off he needs to keep his butt under him he just did not look confident he looked awkward as crap out there i couldn't tell if it was the character he was playing or what i really didn't care for the cha-cha i thought for sure it would get like a low score i was like oh easily worst dance of the night and then it went on to score straight nines and like i did see quite a bit of red when the scores got read off yeah, okay. when they were reading the Megan, scores, I was what... like, oh no, Katie's going to be so mad. <laughs> <laughs> Megan, is Katie being biased or is Katie correct? I think that she's a little bit biased. I think no, that- I'm not. I feel like if you, I'm like, I literally cannot tell you enough at like how no. chaotic no. it was. Like if you go watch I... the dance. Oops, oops, is Katie's microphone <laughs> muted? that's enough Katie no I'm not saying that you're wrong I think that you're giving him a little bit less credit than he deserves he wasn't terrible I think he was pretty good but for him I still I just I couldn't quite get into it and I think that he 
for me is struggling in some of the same way that Kenya was where it's just like I just don't care about him anymore and like I don't I don't care about his dances I don't care that he's here so I just like can't really get into his dances because I'm like I just feel really indifferent to this you feel angry but like I feel indifferent towards him (laughs) Katie I'm sorry but I'm also not sorry moving right along he scores straight nines it's a travesty I'll never understand it Next stop. For those Jimmy of, for Al- those of you who feel like you missed something, I literally did assert my privileges uh, on Zoom by muting Katie's mic and the look of just betrayal and shock and <laughs> anger. It, I mean, it was the only way we were going to get through that. So <laughs> decisions had to be made. Decisions- Executive decisions had to be made. I'm glad someone made them because I'm going to be honest, even though I was muted, I was talking over Megan the entire time. What's great is I know, what's what's great is I know that Katie did not know what happened because I asked her to unmute. Like I sent her a notification and that is when just the look of horror. Oh. You know what? I don't think that we missed too much. I think we heard everything we needed to hear. <laughs> I think that the right decision was made. So, yep. Shout Jimmy out to Chris doing God's work out there. God's work is muting Katie. <laughs> yeah. Silencing Katie. Just silencing her at just the right time. <laughs> Anyway, Anyway, Jimmy Allen and his partner Emma Slater performing a contemporary inspired by the movie A Quiet Place. I was very nervous for this Mm -hmm. because as I have previously said, I don't know if contemporary really belongs on this show. But I was very pleasantly surprised by this Mm -hmm. I thought it was really pretty I I just also didn't think that Jimmy could like do a great contemporary I didn't see that quite working but I thought he did really well I think that they told the story really well it was a very like performance heavy number um but like it didn't make me cry yeah (laughs) yeah yeah I didn't expect it I just had goosebumps. I just had goosebumps through the whole thing. I feel like I can't even really like talk about it because it's just something that you have to experience. Like that's the cool, I will say this. I told Megan that I had watched a Miss Mojo video about like top 10 Halloween dances on Dancing with the Stars. And after watching that and after watching tonight, I feel like contemporary is one of the best styles you can have on Halloween night because it just really goes with the theme super well. This Mm -hmm. was like you were transported into the movie almost like it was just breathtaking. They just, they were telling this beautiful story and I was so sucked in Mm -hmm. and it got me. And then at the end, I was already tearing up and I was starting to cry. So I was like, that was beautiful. Yeah. And then Jimmy is crying on the floor. Like cannot stand up because he is overcome with emotion after his dance. I was like, what is happening? it was such a beautiful thing to see it was such a beautiful thing to see so sweet it was so sweet emma starts crying like it's just there's a lot of emotions at the end and then he comes up he's like i was just i was thinking about my family and my children and i would do anything for them i would sacrifice everything for them i just got so like emma told me to really feel it and to like let it take over me and it really did the music started and i was taken away yeah 
They have a really good partnership, and I'm kind of bummed um, that we don't see a lot of it because Emma had posted to her Instagram a screenshot of, like, a text message that he had sent her either last week or the week before. I don't remember when she got it from him, but it Mm -hmm. was just him, like, being so encouraging about her choreography like his text message was like you should be so proud of your choreography you have a gift which is way better than talent you are able to touch and connect with people through your art not all dancers can do that if you ever have days where you feel like you're what you're doing doesn't matter remember that it does matter and you are touching people I'm like that is so sweet I love them so sweet yeah I wish we saw more I don't think that they show us enough of their partnership in their packages. No, no, they do not. But all that being said, it ended up with a 38 out of 40, two nines, two tens. Then we have Derek performing a tango of the dead. He had his girlfriend, Haley Herbert, or I don't know how you pronounce her last name, mm-hmm. and like some of his company, because I guess he's doing shows down in Vegas or something like that. Yeah. Megan, yeah. did you have any thoughts about the dance? I didn't have a lot of thoughts. I mean, it was wonderful. Obviously, it's going to be great. Like, it's exactly what I expected. It was captivating. I think him and then. Haley as well they're just both like so good obviously yeah like I just like couldn't stop watching her legs I literally my only comment is I could not take my eyes off of her yeah I think I watched her most of the time she's amazing she was incredible agreed all right next up we had Olivia Jade and her partner Val performing a pasta doble inspired by the purge. What did you think of this paso? Um, she was a little soft on some of it. They were both smiling during parts of it, which I was like, that doesn't make sense. And like Val was smiling too. But then there were times where like she would be really sharp when she would hit certain poses and when she would hit hit certain moves Mm -hmm. and she was using her dress a lot which I super appreciated that but I didn't feel like she had the proper posture Mm -hmm. yeah I thought it was good um I didn't have really high expectations going in I just didn't know if she could quite deliver on a pasta so I ended up being like pleasantly surprised I thought she did a lot better than I had just been expecting her to do so that Mm -hmm. really helped just going in with such low expectations I was surprised and I thought she did quite good um I really enjoyed the dance in general I definitely don't think it was perfect by any means certainly could have been sharper I noticed them both smiling at times and like some of the time I thought it was almost like a creepy smile so I was like okay like maybe I'm okay with this but then other times mm-hmm. I was like no that's just like a literal smile so I was feeling kind of conflicted about the smiling um <laughs> are we doing like a creepy one like yeah like what are we going for yeah, here? What are we doing here but in general I I ended up really liking it I just have never thought of her as like a soft or a fluid dancer, but I feel like in this particular dance, she was coming across as very soft. And so I was like, well, maybe the Paso just like isn't quite her dance. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't think it was her best dance, but I just also don't think it was her worst dance. I thought it was pretty good. So, yeah. Yeah. So straight nines, 36 out of 40. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I was all right with that. After that, another pasta doble would have gotten straight nines, but you know, who am I? Who am I to say? But it didn't, so. <laughs> okay. So after that, we had Melora Hardin and her partner Artem performing a jive inspired by the movie Cujo. I thought this one was fun and I thought she looked really good, but I also believed with Carrie Ann and Derek that it felt a little safe 
Um, It was good. And I think she did it really well, but I just agree with them. Like it was safe. And I just, I think that she can do more. And I think that she can push herself further or maybe Artem can push her further. Like, I don't know which it is, but I just think that she's got a lot of talent and she's just kind of like sitting in this one spot and it's like I want to see her take the next step and just like really wow us mm-hmm. oh. well it's like Carrie Ann said where it's like all of her dances kind of have the same formula of like you're doing it well you put a little comedy into it but like I feel like I've said this before about her like her dance the choreography just feels repetitive it doesn't feel mm-hmm. like they're doing a lot in it and like she's doing it well like she had great energy I loved her kicks they were sharp but again it just felt repetitive yeah and that's why like part of it for me feels like it's an Artem thing that he needs to do more because I don't think that he is pushing her with the choreography and I don't know if he I don't know if it's something like in rehearsal where like he can't get her to pull out more and like they're stuck in this one spot and like he can't choreograph for her anything else or if he just like feels like he found what she does well and is afraid to stray from it like I'm not quite Mm -hmm. sure what's happening but I just I think that they can do it and I want them to just take that next step and blow us away Mm -hmm. but it was still what I'm ready for it's what I'm waiting on yeah they ended up with 34 out of 40, two eights, two nines. I love the idea that they were dancing a Cujo dance to Hound Dog. That is the level of camp I expect. Yeah. Her dad was in Cujo too. That's kind of cute. Oh, yeah. Also, her dad is 91 and the, his, her parents were both in the package. Her mom's like 82, I think, and her dad's soon to be 92 but like he looks amazing so good i was like no no he is not 91 that is nonsense she got emotional talking about her parents and how much she loves them and then i got very emotional yeah tears yeah i think it's very appropriate we're talking about a dance about a dog because famously visual medium Meow, meow, meow. Oh my god. <laughs> Skimble. Oh, that's Skimble, funny. where is Skimble? I love that oh, so much, Christopher. The ears are my favorite. <laughs> I have a hat that I'm deciding if I want to cut through the top so I can poke the ears out. Because I don't want to wear the hat the whole time. I want the ability yeah. to like take it on or off so I don't mess yeah. up the ears and like sew them onto that. But then I'm like, do I do it? And also the hat isn't the right color and it's a little small, but it was the best I could do on short notice. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot to work with. I know. Cody Rigsby said the Halloween is the gay's favorite holiday. Do you think that that's true? I've never been a Halloween gay. Um, but I mean, the gays do do a lot of Halloween. Like, I mean, my neighborhood, every night there is something this week. Um, okay. I mean, it's, wow. it's intense. And then on Sunday, they, like, they do a Halloween parade where they are giving out $6,000 in prizes. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's amazing. So, uh, if anybody wants, come to Haunted Halstead this weekend. <laughs> also, Cody. Cody Rigsby said something. So this one, his dance this week was um, dedicated to his partner. And he said that they've been together for three years, which is an eternity for a gay relationship. And I was like, I had no idea that that was like a stereotype that like, is that just a common thing that okay. relationships? Okay. So which I, between men are short. To, like what? to me, I all I will say is, to me, it vaguely sounds exactly like I would expect of Cody Rigsby, which is that Cody uh-huh. Rigsby is a very particular type of gay stereotype. And in that gay stereotype, yes, that's like the, oh, uh-huh. relationships don't last long. Like, I mean, he is exactly who he looks like on the tin, um, I think. And you know what? That's 
all we have awesome. talked about Cody Rigsby enough on this podcast. I think we should I'm move on. So sorry. To maybe one of the best dances of the night. Okay. Okay. We okay. had Amon <laughs> Schumpert and Daniela perform a contemporary inspired by the movie Us. I don't know this movie again. Another one, like, I don't, I've never heard of this movie. It's a Jordan Peele one. So the guy who did Get Out, it's his second mm-hmm. one. I haven't seen Get Out yet. <laughs> I feel like you could watch both of these. Okay. I I want to watch Get Out, I think. I turned <laughs> I turned my camera on because I need you to understand how much I loved this dance. Okay. And you're oh, scaring wow. me. So oh I am just going to say the lifts that they they did a contemporary. The lifts that they did. I screamed, screamed the way that he threw her around. She literally is standing on his shoulders and just like throws herself off of his shoulders. He catches her. He whips her. Oh my God. My jaw was on the floor. It was so good. It is one of the most breathtaking things I have ever seen performed on the show. Wow. Okay. I thought it was quite wonderful. I really liked when he was just holding her like by the neck and like she had her hand like on his arms, but he like carried her by her neck down the stairs. And I was like, wow, that is amazing. (laughs) She's the stuff she is doing with him is incredible and their entire package was all of them just talking about like how much they like each other and how like much they trust each other and I was like producers this is what we want to see we want to see the partners talking about how much they like one another 100 percent yeah the package was so sweet but no, I was teasing you before. I did also love this one. It was amazing. Thank God. <laughs> it was so good. It was so good. It was I, really good. I had like body chills. Like it it just I yeah. I every second of that was thrilling. It was exciting. It was beautiful. Yeah. It was I perfect. went in. I just I didn't I haven't seen the movie, so like I didn't necessarily what I was know what I was going into, but I mm-hmm. went in thinking like I'm on doing contemporary. I don't think that that's gonna work. Oh, but absolutely! The dance that she choreographed and like it was amazing. He looked great. Like yeah. I could not believe how good he looked. And then he I'll was just, doing a character too. Like yeah, he was really he bought he into, it. into it. It was he did great. And then definitely, I mean, the lifts once again are just, I don't even have words. They blow my mind. I love them. She is incredible. She is. I know. I love her. That's what I was talking to JD about. I was like, I just think that she's so good. This is only her second season. But like, I love her because, like, last season with Nelly, I was like, I don't think that with a different partner Nelly would have been what he ended up being like she's just such a good partner mm-hmm. she brings out just like these amazing parts of her partners who going in I'm like I don't think that they're gonna be good on this show and then yeah. she just proves me wrong and she's amazing and I love her I love I her I love her I love her incredible Daniela, come on our podcast so we can just shower you with love and talk about Nelly and Amon. I would have so much to say. That would be amazing. I love her. What do you her. start with? I love her. And what do you end with? I love her. Is yes. that yes. Thousand percent. <laughs> <laughs> so um, believe it or not, Len gave it a 10. I was. A few weeks ago. We never thought that would have been possible. No, last week I didn't think that would be possible. 
I was shocked. He, I thought he was gonna do what we were teasing about in the one episode. He, because his comments were like, it was so good. Like, you were amazing. I was like, he's about to yeah. give him an eight. Like, it's gonna get a freaking eight. <laughs> I thought the same. He was like, I Daniela, was so that was the most brilliant concept. You guys were together. You guys were terrific. And I was like, all right, here comes the six. Yeah, I was like, whatever. You're gonna gave him a six and then he pulled the 10 up and my jaw did drop I was like oh my <laughs> gosh Len and Amon are friends now they finally made up they buried they that hatchet friends. I don't or, know what happened but they buried it do you think Len has been replaced with a doppelganger that he's been replaced with his tether maybe just for that one dance <laughs> yeah maybe that's a really good us I reference, was Chris. Shocked. Thank you, everybody. I knew it. I knew the reference. Megan's never I, seen it. I haven't seen us. This is the first time I've ever heard of it, so. Well, and the other issue is that you said doppelganger, and the next dance is a Vampire Diaries-inspired dance, <laughs> yes. and they use doppelganger in that, so I thought you were trying to get us to move on to SUNY, but. I mean, I could also do that. <gasps> okay, are you Vampire Diaries people? yes okay yeah. i will be sending y'all a link there is a it's one of the great youtube videos jenny nicholson is a wonderful youtuber as is she has many great ones i recommend her one about the hallmark youtube channel but um perhaps one of her crowning achievements is a two-hour video about the vampire diaries and uh keep in mind i've never seen a single episode of this television show and i watched a two-hour video about the vampire diaries covering topics like the books oh the bonnie problem uh a 90s point and click computer game about <laughs> it um china <laughs> beach uh it is it is a masterpiece of the form oh my gosh okay i have to find two hours but i'm gonna make it work <laughs> that's funny anyway so the vampire diaries yes. so we had suni lee and her partner sasha perform a tango inspired by the tv show vampire diaries i thought that this was some of Suni's best work. Absolutely. Absolutely. I thought she looked great. I mm -hmm. thought, I think that because they were in frame a lot more, maybe that helped because like when she's by herself, her movements are so small. So I think yeah. that this tango and like being in frame so much kind of helped bring her out a little bit. We didn't have to focus mm -hmm. so much on like her whole body and she could just focus mm -hmm. a little bit more on her legs. And I thought her legs looked great. Yes. I loved the move of him dragging her across the floor. And as he was dragging her, she kept flipping from like being on yeah. her back to being on her stomach. Like so inventive, so cool. I loved that move so much. I thought she looked incredible in frame. I thought they needed just like, a smidge more body contact when they were traveling in frame but this was absolutely like the best dance she's done they had great chemistry it just it felt like she really performed well yeah i agree like i it certainly wasn't without fault still and she still has room to improve yeah and i finally was like okay suni i see you i am so proud of you you kind of crushed this yeah finally it was a huge step in the right direction for yes i was very excited to see it they ended up getting all nines 36 out of 40 mm -hmm. and i was excited for that yeah i like that then we finished our night with our queen, Amanda Klutz, and her partner, Alan, performing an Argentine tango inspired by the movie Saw. Tell me what you thought, Katie. Oh my God, the goosebumps didn't stop coming. That first leg movement and then bam, hit the pose. H-E double hockey sticks, yes. 
it was incredible. I was holding my breath. Her movements, when he's holding her up and then into the slow section, her legs were incredible. I could not get enough. Yeah, I agree. I Her leg work was so good. I loved when he like holds her to the side and she's just like doing her little like flicks with both of them in the yes. air. And I was like, you are amazing. I adore you. You're killing it. I thought she hit everything really well. Yes. It was very intense. I really just went, thought she went out there and crushed it. I was captivated. And it looked hard. Like, it looked like a hard dance. Oh, my God. Yeah, that choreography was tough. Yeah, I thought that Alan performed, or choreographed, like, a really good, really tough dance. And then I thought Amanda just crushed it. Because it demanded so much of her, you know? Like, it wasn't that it was tough choreography. I mean, yeah, like, he did have, you know, tough moves for himself. But, like, it just demanded so much of her. Yes. And I thought... Her legs. Her legs! I just, I could go on and on about her legs. They were amazing. But I just thought that, like, after watching this one, and this was the final dance, and I, I just think that it was probably the most difficult choreographed dance that we saw so I was just blown away and I was like okay well now this changes my opinion on like everything I just watched because Amanda just performed this so difficult routine I'm like okay everybody needs to step it up a notch because (laughs) that was incredible incredible yeah I will say this the judges did comment on how it wasn't quite like the flair of an Argentine. And Chris, mm-hmm. I need your help with this because this one was very like stop. I, I don't know if stop's quite the right word, but like do some movements and like hit this pose, hold it for a beat, and then we go into the next one. And do you feel like Argentines typically do that? I think you need a couple moments of that and then you can yes. like slink into the next thing or like you you just can't build an entire dance on that. I think I needed more slink. Maybe that mm. is it. I was so wrapped up in this and I loved it. And then when the judges started talking, I was like, ooh, okay. Maybe I did need a hair more slink. But like we said, this choreography was so difficult that like yeah. I don't, even care about that because this was just incredible i kind of think that the theme got in the way a little bit of the argentine a bit too because like it worked so well for like this horror night and like the portrayal of the movie so i think that maybe alan got a little too wrapped up in that and then didn't focus enough on like the argentine aspect of the tango yeah. So maybe that's why they were missing some of the slink that you said you wanted and kind of what the judges said. But I loved it. So I thought it should have gotten a perfect score once again. <laughs> judges. Judges did not agree with me. End up with two nines, two tens, 38 out of 40. Derek at least came through. Like last week, he was the one that held us back. He just obliterated my heart. But then this week, he had my back. He had that 10. He told us in his comments that it was a 10. I was like, thank you so much. I didn't want to wait. I wanted to know right now. (laughs) I wanted to know right now. Thank you, Derek. That made me laugh. I appreciated it, though. But just I wanted it to get a 40. I did. I think that you crushed it. I I just want them to give my queen a perfect score. I keep thinking, though, like, can you imagine how incredible of a dance it's going to be when she finally gets a 40? Like, if these aren't getting her a 40, can you imagine the actual perfection that will happen on that dance floor? I can't even picture it because she's already doing perfection out there. (laughs) I think that what I struggled with, too, and I was really frustrated with the score this week, maybe even more than last week, because the choreography was more difficult than every other dance in my opinion so I just feel like that has to be taken into account like she she did a more difficult dance than everyone else yeah 
and she did it with like insane precision yeah so i'm just annoyed but i don't know also i was thinking so this was jojo's like second week in a row of having a perfect score yeah i'm like that's gonna be hard like it's only week six i mean we have four more weeks i have four Mm -hmm. i think four math right But I just feel like that's a lot of time to like keep that momentum up. So I'm curious to see like what brings her back down a little, you know? Mm-hmm. Like surely she's not going to get perfect scores from here I don't on know. out. Like she she could be peaking too soon. That was the thing also. Like, I think that's what I'm worried 40s about. right now. Exactly. And then she can't wow us, wow us as much. And then other people will start wowing us more. Like Amon. Like who would have ever thought Amon would have gotten a perfect score in week six? This girl, but not the judges. I think that's what my fear is for sure. Just that she might be peaking and like it's only week six. So mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll see though. So our bottom two for the evening were Suni and Kenya. It was very sad to see Suni in the bottom, but Carrie and Derek and Bruno all voted to save her. We did not have to go to Len, and it was absolutely the right choice. Nonetheless, Tyra decided to have Len tell us who he would have voted for for some reason. She likes to do this. And he said it would have been unanimous. Yeah. So, Suni stays. And thank goodness, because y'all would not wanted to have listened to this episode if Kenya Moore had stayed over Suni. No, y'all wouldn't have wanted that fire. No, you wouldn't have been ready for it. Well, that tells us if the right person went home. Uh, before we go to our other two segments, real quick, uh, on a scale of whatever, how were Tyra's outfits this week? Horrific. Horrible. Well, not really, but I'm just gonna say all of her outfits are horrific because I can't stand her. Were they very, were they very horror themed? No. No, what, the first one was... She looked kind of like a mummy. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't quite work for me. The second one was better than the first one. She like looked better, but it was just like a dress with blood on it. Yeah, I still didn't even fully like get it. No, I didn't get it, but she just like looked better in it. But I I still didn't like it. Mm-hmm. This was actually a really tough one for Tyra and me. I had to text Katie because we have less contestants, so they have more time to fill. So Tyra is trying to do more hosting, and there's more time for her to, like, ask questions when they're getting their feedback and things like that, and it is torture. It's awful. She's so bad. The more that we have to hear her talk, just the more I hate her, so. So now... Let's award your golden boot. Who do you want to see go home next week? Cody Wakes me. Um, I'm gonna go with Cody Rigsby. Woo! <laughs> and finally, will you please award your jaunty seven to your favorite of the night? Amon and Danielle's contemporary. I just, I cannot say enough good things about that. Yeah, I think that I have to go with Amon as well. This was one of the tougher ones because there was a part of me that wanted to like almost go for Jimmy Allen. The two contemporaries. I know, weird week. weird week but it's a mom telling you they work for they work for you can pick jimmy you can pick jimmy and i can pick him on no because it wasn't actually better yeah it just made me cry so does this mean that you think iman is becoming a front runner wasn't he always i would be happy to see 
Amon in the final four. Yeah. Megan and I have talked about our final four, and I think the I'm trying to remember. Obviously, we have Amanda and JoJo, like, yes. absolutely. But, like, honestly, most of the other contestants we had said we'd kind of be okay with. Yeah, I think we said as long as it wasn't Kenya Cody. and Cody, there's not going to be a lot of rioting, mm-hmm. as long yeah. as Amanda and JoJo are two of them. <laughs> All right. That's it. Well, then. Chris, did we convince you to watch Queen Night next week? Oh, I'm sorry. There's a whisper down the line right now at 1139. Uh, the night mail or night train's ready to depart. And I hear that they're saying, Skimble, where is Skimble? So I gotta go. Skimble! Oh, maybe next week. And with that, bye. Bye. Bye.